We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We're here. I wish I could give this feeling. I wish I could give this feeling. Welcome, everyone, to the Corner Podcast Awards. I'm your host, Kel Dansby. Andreas Hale, unfortunately, isn't here for the award show. He is out right now filming uh, Kendrick Lamar, Reebok sneakers, biopic, something special. You know, one of those things Andreas Hale does. He is a very in-demand person, but I will be holding it down today. If you guys are new to the Corner, we talk boxing, hip-hop, MMA and pro wrestling. We mix it all together and we make it work. And this week, we have a little bit of everything for you. So without further ado, let's get into our first award. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! So the first award that we're going to be giving out today goes to Boxing Ass Kicker of the Year. It's the number one fighter according to us, the Corner Podcast. And here are the nominees. First up, we have Triple G, Gennady Golovkin. Followed by Canelo, Saul Alvarez, Floyd, Money Mayweather, and Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez. And the Corner Podcast Award winner is... He's recognized with having the greatest KO percentage in middleweight championship history. From Karaganda, Kazakhstan, in California, USA... The reigning, defending, undefeated interim WBC, IBO, WBA, middleweight champion of the world, Gennady Triple G. 
Triple G is our fighter of the year. It's because he had three fights, three TKOs. He starred in his first pay-per-view as the main attraction, sold out Madison Square Garden, and he is the fighter on the rise. This was Triple G's year, and everyone else was really good, but no one is touching the star caliber of Triple G. Moving forward, though, we have more awards to give out. If you didn't notice yet, our awards have funny little names. They're different categories. We're not going for just the traditional route of awards. We wouldn't be the corner podcast if we did. So our next award is called the What's Beef Award. What's beef? This award is given to the fighters who had the best rivalry of the year. It could be MMA, boxing, pro wrestling, hip-hop, whatever it is. But the best rivalry is what we voted on. And here's our nominees. First up, we have Jose Aldo versus Conor McGregor. McGregor went after him all year. And the trash talk was some of the best we've seen in the UFC. We also have Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker. Carried the WWE throughout the summer. And that was one of the best rivalries they had this year. We have Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao. We all know how the fight turned out, but leading up to the fight, this is one of the biggest buildups in boxing history, and the money doesn't lie. And last but definitely not least, we had Drake versus Meek Mill. We saw Drake soared in new heights. He's getting Grammy nominations off a of diss track. And well, we see Meek Mill co-starring his girls tour. And the winner of the What's Beef Award is... I own this town. <laughs> I own Rio de Janeiro. So for him to say he is the king and I am the joker, if this was a different time, I would invade his favela on horseback and kill anyone that was not fit to walk. But we are in a new time. So I whoop his ass in July. <laughs> you know what that means? Pussy. <laughs> But you said you smell fear in him. Yes, there's a beautiful aroma that arouses me. Let's go a little bit closer. Don't, don't touch. Closer, let's go closer. I want to smell his pussy. I can smell your pussy. Conor McGregor proved to be the master of mind games. It's kind of like watching the Joker and Batman go at it. But in this version, the Joker wins. He planted those seeds back in March and got Aldo out of his game. And it all finished a couple weeks ago with that 13-second knockout. Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo, the winners of the What's Beef Award for 2015. Now, moving forward, we have the Heel of the Year Award. When you think of heel, you think of pro wrestling. We think of WWE. And it's such a word synonymous with that realm. We're bringing it to everything. You can be in heel at your workplace. You can be a heel in your church group. Heels extend everywhere. So our Heel of the Year award isn't just for pro wrestlers. It's for wrestling, boxing, MMA, hip-hop, every realm that we cover. So the nominees for the 2015 Heel of the Year award are Kevin Owens from the WWE, Conor McGregor from the UFC, Hulk Hogan formerly of the WWE, and Rowdy Ronda Rousey from the UFC. And the Heel of the Year award goes to... I have this one term for the kind of woman that my mother raised me to not be, and I call it a do-nothing bitch. 
or I call it a, a DNB oh, a lot of the time. Like the kind of chick that just like just tries to be pretty and be taken care of by somebody else. That's why I think it's hilarious. Like, what if people like say that my body looks masculine or something like that? I'm just like, listen, I'm like, just because my body was developed for a purpose other than fucking millionaires doesn't mean it's masculine. I think it's femininely badass as fuck because there's not a single muscle on my body that isn't for a purpose because I'm not a do-nothing bitch. Ronda Rousey couldn't be here today to accept her award. She still probably knocked the fuck out somewhere else, but we will accept it on behalf of Ronda. And yes, she is the number one heel of the year. It's hard not to give this award to Kevin Owens, but Ronda is that sneaky heel. She's like John Cena type heel where she puts on the face like she's the face of women's sports and she's so anti everything. But at her core, Ronda is a heel and will always, always be a heel. She attacked domestic violence and then admitted to beating the hell out of her boyfriend. She's done so many things this year. She wanted to be the face of women's MMA and then lost to someone who was just better than her on that night and refused to acknowledge it. What's more heel than that? She's like Seth Rollins' heel without being a punk. It's great, and I hope she comes back full heel for her rematch with Holly Holm. No women's magazines, no empowering the culture. Just beat down Holly Holmes with words if you can't beat her down in the ring or in the octagon. Our next award is called the WTF Award. We already know what that stands for. And these four moments have all of us going, what the beep when we saw them. So first up, we have Hollywood Hulk Hogan and his racist rant. It was bad enough that he had a porn tape out. What made it worse is that he was being really racist about some black guy nailing his daughter. Second, we have John Jones and his hit and run. We talk about condoms and funnions to this day. John Jones will never live that down. And I don't care if he comes back and wins four more championships in the UFC. He will always be known for condoms and funnions. Third on the list, we have Anderson Silva testing positive for PEDs. Supposedly the best fighter of all time. We see him get knocked out by Chris Weidman, and then break his leg, and we give him the benefit of the doubt. They have a huge Get Well Anderson campaign. He comes back and fights Nick Diaz, and he gets popped for PEDs, and the legacy is ruined. WTF. And last but definitely not least, we have Nick Diaz being suspended for five years for smoking weed. Weed? Five years for smoking? Come on, Dana. Dana White knew it wasn't right. The UFC knows it's not right. But they're just trying to stick it to Nick Diaz because he refused to give up the ganja. That decision alone made us go WTF. And the winner of the WTF award is... Uh, the last few weeks have been bittersweet. Uh, more bitter than sweet. You know, um, you know definitely, definitely aware that I just won uh, a big fight just to cheat another goal. So I'm really happy about that um, and uh, just had some really bad news uh, come out so you know that's that's really sucked which is what we're going to talk about so where were you when you got the call that your test results came back positive for cocaine uh, I was I was in Albuquerque I was home with my family mm -hmm. and uh, Dan White gave me a call and uh, let me know uh, what had happened and what did he say to you he said that the athletic commission had called him and 
let him know that I, I had failed a, a drug test and um, he was just really concerned and uh, you know asked how it happened and why it happened. Mm -hmm. So you were tested on December 4th. Describe that day for me. It was a it was a nerve-wracking day. You know, I knew that I had um, done something wrong and and I knew that um, you know the test would show that. Johnny Blow Jones has our WTF moment of the year. And it's crazy because almost forgot that he had that cocaine charge too. You get so wrapped up in the condoms and the pipe and the hot funyuns that you forgot that this guy failed a cocaine test right after fighting Daniel Cormier to begin the year. So 2015 and John Jones just didn't go well together. But hopefully 2016 is a better year for him. I know the UFC is hoping it. And worst comes to worst, he's going to give us more funny stuff to laugh at. So I'm down for that. Our next award goes to the best tweeter in combat sports and or hip hop. And it's called our Twitter Fingers Award. If you guys don't get that reference, you've been living under a rock. This year's nominees are number one, Floyd Money Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather always has a dope Twitter feed. He's either making it rain on random strippers or he's calling out somebody like Adrian Broner for being a clown. Never a dull day in the life of Money Mayweather. Next nominee is Angie Hill from the UFC, or formerly of the UFC. She has since been cut, but she's an amazing person on Twitter. Follow her during all the fights. She is funny. She's knowledgeable about the fight game. She ha is the total package when it comes to Twitter. And Angie may never fight in the UFC again. And I'm okay with that because her future is in broadcasting or something else. Her Twitter is lit, as the kids would say. Next up, we have Kevin K.O. Owens from the WWE. He's been tweeting fans and haters. And his entire hero persona carries over to his Twitter feed and his Instagram. He will roast you if you say the wrong thing to Kevin Owens. And last but not least, the infamous DJ Khaled. Khaled right now is on a crazy run on Snapchat. Everyone's checking it out, living his life, putting on deodorant, getting lost at sea. Khaled's last month on Instagram and Snapchat is hotter than any of his albums that he's ever put out. And the Twitter Finger Award goes to... If you need me to give you a reason... Why you should vote for me as superstar of the year, then I don't want your stupid vote. Go vote for Roman Reigns or Cena. I don't care. I know I'm superstar of the year. That's right. Kevin Owens is the winner of our Twitter Fingers Award this year. His Twitter and just the back and forth with different people, the haters, the fans, he dogs everyone out. That guy's a heel through and through. It doesn't matter if you like him, if you support him, if you're just trying to wish him well with his kid, he's going to find a reason to make fun of you. And the pictures he posts to people when they are ugly, it's just crazy. So he beats out DJ Khaled by a narrow margin. And the next award we have coming at you to tie in with the whole Kevin Owens theme is our Wrestler of the Year Award. That's right. Not wrestler, wrestler. Gotta, gotta get that oomph at the end of it. This year's nominees for Wrestler of the Year, the WWE's number one man, John Cena. His open challenges changed the face of the U.S. title in the WWE, and he had some of the best matches of the year during those open challenges. Next up, we have Seth Rollins. He carried the WWE heavyweight title all year until he tore his ACL. He was having probably the best run of any champion 
this side of the 2010 mark. Yes, including CM Punk. This was the year of Seth Rollins, and only an injury stopped him. Third on our list of nominees, we have Jay Lethal from ROH. He was both their heavyweight champion and their television champion at the same damn time. Jay Lethal held both of the belts, and to be a black athlete in that position and carry a company says a lot. And last but definitely not least, New Japan's star wrestler, Okada. Okada had some of the greatest matches this year in New Japan. He beat out some really great wrestlers, but that is our top four. This year's Wrestler of the Year Award goes to... WWE Championship is the championship, but I'm making a statement right here, right now. This is our championship, and the champ is here! So I think it's time we give our competition opportunity, don't you? Well, it does seem like Richmond's the place to be, you think? And John Cena's still the man to beat. So the John Cena U.S. Open Challenge starts now. You want some? Come get some! Who's it gonna be? And who's gonna take the challenge? Big opportunity. Somebody got the chance of a lifetime. John Cena pulls the upset for Wrestler of the Year. He narrowly sneaks by Seth Rollins, who many people thought deserved the award, and he even got the Slammy for Wrestler of the Year. But to us, John Cena showed why he is the face of the company. He made the U.S. title relevant again. He made Raw worth watching with his U.S. Open challenges. He broke and a great wrestler like Kevin Owens, made him mainstream, and now Kevin Owens is a top-of-the-mid-card guy. We saw what he could do with Cesaro, putting on some of the best matches of the year. And in Seth Rollins' best match of the year, John Cena really stood out, where it was him, Seth Rollins, and Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. Those guys made magic. The common denominator, all of that, is John Cena, and that's why he's our winner of that award. I know, I know. The Cena haters out there are going to be up in arms. They're going to say, man, this is another goddamn Mikel moment. But pay attention, despite the crazy gimmicks and the Super Cena antics, whatever you may feel about the man, he put wrestling on his back this year, and he's the reason why the WWE can gamble and put the title on Roman Reigns. It's because John Cena's coming back to make the U.S. title relevant, and they don't care. They're going to still sell their merch. They're still going to sell and get the ratings they deserve because Cena's still going to be the point man on every WWE Raw, which takes pressure off of the champion. So John Cena is our Wrestler of the Year, and right now we're going to take a break from handing out awards to do something special. 
So you guys know our relationship with BET. Andres used to work there. Me and them had a little run-in earlier in the year. A little bit of beef. But there's one thing that BT has right, and that's their BT ciphers. Every year at the Hip Hop Awards, they get some of the best artists in hip hop to get together and collaborate on ciphers that always has the internet rocking. So we decided to do our own ciphers. We wanted to bring together some artists that you may not know yet, but should be known, to come in, lay down a verse, get together, spit a couple combat sports references in there, but really to showcase their talent on our show. So here it is, the first annual Corner Podcast Awards Hip Hop Ciphers. Yeah. It's Chris Burke. BX. HTB, Hilltop Boys, feel me? Z4. Wishing a nigga like me would Shit, that's a death wish Killing niggas is just a check off the checklist Coming at your neck Take off the necklace Stomach shot, leave his chain hanging on his breakfast I don't gotta do it, just pass it to my little one Size don't matter, big niggas die with little guns Smart mouth, but them hammers go real dumb I keep a smith like Jayden Wilson, no Tom Hanks, I'm a ball like Wilson. Got no friends, just ball like Wilson. Used to flip rock, re up was a krills when you ain't a real man till kids in the bills come. Fuck it, I'm strapped, nigga, I ain't trying to fight. Balls be chewing off his head like a Tyson bite. I run shit, all I gotta do is tie the mics, bad bitch. And the box sweet like Mike and Mike's. Hustle all day, grind all night. Fetty Wap, no days off, my kind of life. Yeah, big guns. Big Wallace, I do it big. Chris Burr, Chris Wallace, drinking on the hen, going on the loudie. Beat it up, knock it out, bitch, Ronda Rousey. Ball game weak, niggas wordplay lousy. So sick, need medicine. Burr stay drowsy. Chris, yeah. Young motherfucker cutter, uh. They say the best never settle for less. We live major. You feeling good, I'm feeling great. Let's get greater. Crocodile dundee my feet with mint gators. From gingerbread to cherry red, I switch flavors. Fucking nine to five, I grind. Quit labor, they digging me like a shovel. I double my shift later. Ain't really much I here to do, but get paper. Chop a nigga hand off of that ice. We risk takers. Hard not to make yourself hot when you earning dough. Now I feel like Frank Lucas when he had to burn a coat. You little niggas are sniffing that Pee Wee Hermit though. Try to tug a war, you ain't even learn the ropes. Could care less what these niggas is all saying. The rifles with them infrared scopes got long range. I keep a shooter like John Wayne. You niggas is all playing. I put that on these sweats, I ball, man. Took your bitch for a night, you couldn't fuck for free. That brother shouldn't love her when I call she come to me. Getting money and chilling, I'm living comfortably. Ventilation and penetration, I fucking breathe. Right after the cum filter. She tried to holly homes a nigga, but bitch, I'm dumb iller. Got crazy and I done killed her on some MMA shit. Took a gold and a sun silver. Uh. Zen Zeta, 21st century bears a new breed of offspring. Niggas went from reading James Baldwin to wondering where Bruce Jenner's balls went. Olympic gold modelist, hop off his snatch, bitch. I mean, hop off her sack, shit. I'ma just scrap this. Hop off his daughters, wanna be black lips and fuck them coon ass kids. First in line, I gassed it. Alright, fuck the Bruces. A rapper walked in, chucking deuces. Walked out, fucking deuces. Get it? Six figures in, the kid is itching for Mr. Mrs. Bitch niggas sending dick pictures to nigga bitches. Like, come through, got Twilight on deck. I'm quite hyped. Two wrong fools on my night up, it's on next. Let's fight night. Well, that's tonight. And guess who's that black 
Valiant Stallion, Daddy, that be Yousef Mack. A promising boxer with feminine videographers filming him. Getting popped by two gentlemen wearing stockings. Cinnamon flavored condoms. They sent them like seven shots of straight excellence with selling vodka. Left them bent over, cocked them, wrecked them after slipping in my molly. That was supposed to be the story. Actually, lo and behold, he was granted about five sex to begin porning. With horny neighbors aiming to fortify his foreign places. For they vape them, they gave him 45 to explore his anus. Letting him in and out, his fans figured the shit out. It was hard to stand an hour with all that venom in his mouth. Fuck it, it's back to MMA and Rowdy Ronda Rousey Kicking ass in second grade, she's about to start the wildin' But wait, did this lady just get put in her place? Caught a roundhouse from home square in the face? Now she's knocked out, alone, staring at space And you scared her face, Facebook the very next day Be grateful you still have McGregor Just don't put all them eggs in one basket There'll never be another Mayweather And that's it Shout out to everybody from Zeta 4 Productions for that cypher. We got another one coming up for you later in the show as well, but I know you guys are feeling that one. To get to our next award, though, we have to talk about the Wanna Get Away Award. So our Wanna Get Away Award, if you haven't seen the commercials, is for people who do really dumb shit and they want to leave really quick after they do it. So the first up might be the poster boy for it this year. It's John Jones. His condoms and Funyuns left in the car, run away, come back to get money, and the pipe, but he can't find it excuse, is definitely a wanna getaway moment from 2015. The next nominee is Ronda Rousey. She wanted to get away after getting knocked out by Holly Holm. So much that she didn't come outside for two weeks and no one could find her. Number three on our list is Roman Reigns. Him getting booed at Royal Rumble had to be a wanna getaway moment. He couldn't even bring out his cousin, The Rock, to get him some cheers. Crazy how stuff changes in less than a year. And last, but definitely not least, of our Wanna Get Away Award nominees, Meek Mill, after hearing Drake's back-to-back. He wanted to get away so bad that he didn't respond with another diss track. He took two diss tracks, literally back-to-back, and shut the hell up and went on tour with Nicki Minaj. And then now he's facing prison time. Meek Mill just couldn't win in 2015, and he definitely wants to get away. But there can only be one winner of the award, so the winner of the Wanna Get Away Award is yeah, it's like a regular uh a regular people moment, you know what I'm saying? Usually won't be in a we be on Instagram and stuff sometimes, but we won't be doing a lot of personal stuff like in front of the world. But you know, sometimes the world will be able to see that, you know what I'm saying? If you see us on camera or live like that around each other, that's what you're gonna see. You love it and you gotta get a world tour Is that a world tour or your girl's tour? I know that you gotta be a thug for her This ain't what she meant when she told you to open up more Yeah, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers Yeah. You give After listening to Back to Back again, Meek Mill definitely deserves this Wanna Get Away Ward The way Drake just put everything out there and said Nicki was gonna leave him And oh, it's just dirty So we'll see what 2016 has in store for Meek Mill But 2015... Definitely wasn't for him. Moving on to the next award, though. This one has a close spot in my heart. Probably because it's called the God Damn It Kell Award. Let me break this down to you. The God Damn It Kell Award is given to the most disappointing thing and or person in 2015. Andreas Hale obviously says it to me when he can't believe what I said. And he's just disappointed that that'd be my opinion. So it's my time to give that back to somebody else. 
The nominees for the Goddamn Kell Award of 2015 are the Divas Revolution in the WWE. How do you mess up something so great in NXT so quick? Vince McMahon, you're the reason the Divas Revolution is nominated for this award. Second nominee goes to Jose Aldo. After pulling out of UFC 189 with a rib injury just a week before the fight, and then saying that a healthy you could dominate Conor McGregor, you get knocked down in 13 seconds. God damn it, Jose. Third, we have WWE after the Rollins injury. It's some of the worst television we've seen from WWE in years. They saved it a little bit with the current Roman Reigns angle, but for the month of November, the WWE deserves to be nominated for this award. And finally, Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. The build-up to the fight was amazing. It's everything everyone was hoping for, and then the fight itself was trash. God damn it, Mayweather and Pacquiao. You shouldn't fight if you have a hurt shoulder. Postpone the fight, because if not, you end up getting washed like you did. The winner of the Goddammit Kell Award for 2015 is... Nikki Page is out here because I wanted her out here. So you can stop running your mouth because things are going to change starting right now. Now I want this revolution here in WWE. Page wants this revolution, but Page, courage can't do it by itself. It takes more than that. You need backup. I know someone who has had to scratch and claw and fight for everything that they've ever gotten. Somebody who is not afraid of the fire, somebody I would want in the foxhole with me. So joining Paige right now is Becky Lynch. Oh boy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you watch NXT on the WWE Network, you're very familiar with this young lady, Becky Lynch. Joining forces with Paige will be a woman who was bred for this business. Someone who is high styling and profiling. Someone who says she is genetically superior. Ladies and gentlemen, Charlotte! And you hear the become this young lady is the daughter of the two-time WWE Hall of Famer, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Well, uh, that there is uh, Naomi on the right and Tamina on the left. you are but you know what there's someone else who thinks a lot like you do somebody who also isn't afraid to stand up for themselves and to seize the opportunity and to seize that moment someone who calls herself the boss and she is the current NXT women's champion Sasha Banks I can't 
believe this. <laughs> oh, man. Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and now Sasha Banks. Three women who have revolutionized NXT. Andreas and I still can't figure out how the Divas Revolution went so bad so fast. They were killing it in NXT. They came up and Vince and to this point Stephanie McMahon can't figure out what to do with them. Sasha Banks still gets no run on WWE Raw and crowds still chant her name everywhere she goes. They're doing Bay so dirty right now. So for that, they win the goddamn McKell Award. The next award up though is the Back Like I Never Left Award. This is for someone who made a great comeback in 2015. We thought they'd be gone. They weren't even on the radar. And they came through to really put themselves back on the map. So the nominees for the Back Like I Never Left Award are RDA, Rafael Dos Anjos. He's coming off of a crazy knockout of Cowboy Cerrone. And he won the title in grand fashion earlier this year against Anthony Pettis. Two people they thought he'd never beat. He has one of the best comeback stories of 2015. Second on our list is Dr. Dre. Yes, doc, that Dr. Dre came back with the album Compton. People never thought they'd see another album from Dre. And plus, Straight Outta Compton was one of the biggest movies of the year. Our next nominee is The Undertaker. He made his return to the WWE at WrestleMania and stayed hot throughout the entire summer. His rivalry with Brock Lesnar was one of the best in the WWE, and their match at SummerSlam was one of the most anticipated matches of the entire year. And last on our list for the Back Like I Never Left award is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He only showed up a few weeks ago on Monday Night Raw, but he instantly helped Roman Reigns get over in front of the hardcore Philly fans, and he drove up ratings for Raw, something that hasn't been done all year. Taker couldn't do it, Lesnar couldn't do it, Cena couldn't do it. Vincent K. McMahon still holds weight, and that's why he's our fourth nominee for Back Like I Never Left. And the winner is... Feels like you're drowning, don't you? Dr. Dre's Monster 2015 definitely wins him the Back Like I Never Left award. Straight Outta Compton, one of the best movies of the year. Kendrick's album, considered one of the best albums of the year. And Compton brought back that old school Dr. Dre flavor. Everything Dre touches usually goes to gold. And 2015 is just another example of that. And I'm sure he made another 250 mil off of headphones. Crazy year for Dr. Dre. So he wins that award. And it sets us up for our next award. Album of the Year. If you've listened to the Corner Podcast, we've discussed this at nauseum already. You know how I feel about To Pimp a Butterfly. You also know how I feel about the Ray Schremmert album. So those are my opinions on music, and Andreas has his own. We've also had tons of guests come through and tell us who they think had the best album of the year. But right now, we only have one award. 
One award to give out for the number one album of 2015, and these are the nominees. ASAP Rocky, At Long Last ASAP, Lupe Fiasco, Tetsuo and Youth, Drake, If You're Reading This, and Kendrick Lamar, To Pimp a Butterfly. And the Corner Podcast Album of the Year Award goes to... I got a bone up here. I don't want you monkey mouth motherfucker sitting in my throne again. I'm mad. But I ain't stressing. True friends. One question. Bitch, where you and I was walking? Now I run a game, got the whole world talking. King Kunta, everybody wanna cut the legs off him. Kunta. The Corner Podcast Award for Best Album of the Year goes to Kendrick Lamar for To Pimp a Butterfly. Listen, I gave it props. The impact for it was amazing. Do I think it has replay value? No. But enough people do to know that I should probably concede this award. Kendrick deserves it. He deserves the Grammy. He deserves whatever success comes from it. And Andreas, if he was here, would probably say... Good job, Kel, instead of goddammit, Kel, for me recognizing that the award goes to Kendrick and for me not, you know, throwing shade on it. So after we voted here at the corner as a group, Kendrick wins out for the award. So congratulations to him. I'm sure our award means just as much as the Grammy does if he was to win that. So the next award that we are giving out is called the Not My Role Model Award. You can kind of see where this one is going. These people were horrible role models in 2015 and really should not be looked up to in any way. The first nominee for the Not My Role Model Award is John Bones Jones. We've already went over what he did in 2015. Kids, say no to the blow. The second nominee is Hulk Hogan. His racist rant made him one of the worst role models for 2015. Do not look up to this, kids, folks. Guess what? You can still eat your vegetables And be nice and strong without Hulk Hogan telling you to do so. The third person is Seth Rollins' Nazi girlfriend. I would put her name, but she's not even that important. If you don't know who she is, Google the phrase. You'll see it. She was a little racist, I guess, a couple years back. She didn't back down from the statements. WWE let her go. She got dropped by Seth Rollins. And now, Lord knows where she's at. But she's on our list. And fourth, Meek Mill. Do not look up to this guy, folks. He is wifed by another chick. Yes, he got wifed by a chick. He got dissed and didn't reply back. Excuse me, he replied once. Doesn't count. It was weak. And then he tried to fake a pee test, got caught, and is probably heading back to jail. Kids, this is not who you should look up to. Meek Mill is our final nominee for the Not My Role Model Award. And the winner is. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. When it comes
Hulk Hogan wins the Not My Role Model Award, it's pretty easy to go with Hulk right there. Racism equals not a role model. Pretty simple. Moving on to the next category, we have the MMA Ass Kicker of the Year Award for the best MMA fighter in the world for 2015. This one is a little bit more difficult because it's MMA, not just the UFC. You'll see guys on this list from other promotions who had big years. So let's start it off with the first nominee. First up, we have the notorious Conor McGregor, UFC featherweight champion. He won the interim belt in July against Chad Mendez and followed it up by knocking out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds, which is a UFC championship match record. Next up, we have Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler was part of one of the most brutal title fights you'll ever see against Rory McDonald at UFC 189, and he's set to defend his belt against Carlos Condit to open up 2016. So Robbie is the champion of champions, some of the best fights we saw in 2015. The next two nominees come from World Series of Fighting. We have lightweight champion Justin Gaethje. Justin had another fight of the year caliber match this year he's a fighter that can compete in the ufc but he chooses to hold the title for world series of fighting another world series of fighting champion that made our list is david branch david branch pulled off one of the craziest feats in mma and that's being a two division world champion for world series of fighting he holds the light heavyweight title and the middleweight title something we can only dream about happening in the UFC, and he defends both of them flawlessly. David Branch deserves to be on this list. But there can only be one winner, so the award goes to... Conor McGregor picks up his second Corner Podcast Award for MMA Ass Kicker of the Year. Once again, the man got into Jose Aldo's mind and defeated him with words. How crazy is that? A guy who cannot be beat in 10 years was defeated from nine months of a verbal lashing. And then he only took one punch and knocked him out clean. Amazing year for Conor McGregor inside of the octagon and outside of it. So that is why Conor McGregor is the MMA ass kicker of the year. One more award before we get to our next cipher, and that award is the Take Your Breath Away Award. Let me explain. It's for the most shocking moment of 2015. That moment where we just couldn't believe it. Like, did this really just happen? Did we see that? And there's four events that really took our breath away this year. First nominee is Robbie Lawler versus Rory McDonald. Fifth round, all tied up on many cards. The judges had it 3-1 to one for Rory McDonald. He came out, guns a-blazing. Robbie Lawler knew 
that he needed to finish this fight to win. And what did he do? He went out there and broke Rory McDonald's nose, ending the fight. One of the most shocking endings to one of the best title fights in UFC history. Our next nominee is the Seth Rollins Money in the Bank cash-in at WrestleMania. No one saw it coming. Everyone thought Roman Reigns was going to leave Mania with the title. But Seth Rollins interfered in the match between Reigns and Brock Lesnar and left Mania the champion. The only way he lost that belt is due to injury. And that saw one of the best WWE cash-ins ever. The third nominee is Ronda Rousey getting knocked out by Holly Holm. As soon as everyone saw that, their breath was gone. No one could believe that Ronda Rousey, one, would lose, second, get knocked out and not know where she was. That moment created the best memes of the year. Ronda, sorry, you getting kicked and the rings coming out of you like Sonic was incredible. And that's what makes a great take your breath away moment. The fourth is another KO from the UFC, and that's Conor McGregor knocking out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds. No one saw it coming. People gave Conor a chance at winning, but no one saw him stopping Aldo with one punch. It was a definite take-your-breath-away moment, and the only people with breath were the Irish fans inside of the arena because they were screaming their lungs out. And the winner of the Take Your Breath Away Award is... Who can capitalize? What the hell? What on earth? Seth Rollins! This is brilliant! Are you kidding me? Triple threat match! What? What the hell? Rollins with the title! Rollins with the title! Wait a minute! Seth Rollins with the title! Are you kidding me? First time in WrestleMania history, so it's casting money in the bank and logging out! Seth Rollins, Money in the Bank cash-in, beats out those other moments because that's truly a moment that took away all wrestling fans' breath this year. No one thought that was going to happen. It changed the course of the WWE as we know it, and it showed that you don't have to be a megastar or a retread to capture the belt at the biggest moment of the year. Shout out to Seth Rollins. He's well-deserving of this award. But now we have to turn it over to part two of the Corner Podcast Award Ciphers. Alta. Carolina, we are. Statesville. Check me out, though. From loudspeaker, another heater, now you won't get a breather Can't get no flyer high, despite the type of reefer My rapping style is Beat Siegel, I'm macking now It's UFC when I hit it, cause she tapping out uh, Who wanna battle with rhymes, cause as far as winning streaks I'm Curry Newton with mine, it's a Carolina thing Got these Carolina dreams, just give me a few years Crown me Carolina King, altar, got the bread and wine like Dalton And overseas chicken, porter like Goya Malta Not a baller, it seems I found a harder way Penny in a dream, I don't even got a dollar holler I'm spitting lava and popping collars, won't drop in parlors Computers won't decode the flow, the script is like 
Java No wonder why she walk with me and not the competition I knock the pussy out, you leave her with decisions Listen, it's just a product of karma Trying to dab my haters up and if they dodge it, they rond it Oh, and if that boy quiet, it's just cause he making moves If they sleeping, that alarm running out of snooze A lone wolf, I ain't even big on all these crews But loyalty is like religion, gotta keep it true That's real, this is Carolina's hero Dreams of Floyd's losing column with my bank account of zeros Out Ah, uh, no face, repping VA, we're bridge to be exact, and I'm still staring at you lame niggas like what the fuck, oh yeah, let me go ahead and knock this out real quick, give me a sandwich, ah, uh, fuck all these rappers, I'ma put them in a torture rack, the Lord is back, abnormal form and your form is whack Selling whack single shit, I hope the fans get they nine pennies Four dimes and them two quarters back, nigga Face and submission, flow and stop it, but you can't do nothing with me Dreams of getting enough money to get my island on Adore women who get the job done like Holly home Are you ready to rumble when the light is on? Remain polished, eyebrow raised, I'm Dwayne Johnson The cipher is the octagon, you won't stay conscious I've been training so these punches hard enough to damage your liver Like Anderson Silver chugging two cans of tequila In a van that is silver, ooh You niggas lucky I had a time limit Face <laughs> this is PPP, ripping that new Midwest. Yeah. Top City. <laughs> this the cipher, cipher. We got Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy, JK coming out of East Side of Topeka. Shout out to Kale Dance. What up, Making this happen. Midwest Entertainment Gun for Hire. Let's go. Came in the game, I only had one mission: divide and conquer. Then subtract by division. I'm a mathematician, sick with the written. Tell whoever made this beat, I'ma need prescriptions. Local rappers throwing jabs that don't arouse me. Keep playing with me, homes, you getting snuffed like Ronda Rousey. I'm nice when you rap, but on these tracks, I'm astounding. Hip hop's JJ Watt, and you looking like clowny. Bullets like bars, so you know I'm popping lead off. The cipher like a Royal Rumble, and I'm knocking heads off. Verses in the stash, just waiting for the set off. There's not enough room on this board, you better step off. King of the hill, best believe I'll make you sick, calm. Crack your lips. With my fist, then I throw you lip on. Whoever want this one to kick drum, you get gone. I'm napalm, you hate on like Jin Khan. It's game on the white Ray Kwan, and I'm still about cream. Y'all making dance songs, and I'm still about schemes. And I'm still in these streets with a flow like kerosene. Whipping up dope in the booth, using heavy cream. Sun settling, come on steadily the best. They asking who the crew now. I told them, still Midwest. Wonder Boy or King Kazi, take your pick. I was born in 83, been rapping since 86. I'm nice, and y'all trash. Man, that's just real rap There's a difference between gum bars and making still clap On the track, I am cool with these rappers in my crew But if y'all jake the snake me, I ain't ravishing Rick Rude Split them like a duplex, then throw them in a suplex Y'all stupid, I do this, so line them up, yo, who's next? Bars over everything, boy, I let that metal ring And celebrate it every year like you had a wedding ring Yeah! I'm insane with it, still killing the game with the same sentence, still flame spitting, grenade gripping, you thinking it's a game till you hearing our names mentioned, it's the new midwest, show respect to the gang bitches, you don't wanna be the first to witness why I'm in this murder business, every verse I've written is a curse intended, to verbally hurt every person in it, word to the first amendment, I'ma speak my mind, fuck if they offended, I used to wanna get acknowledged and blow, so I practice and polish my flow, and what do you know, started making moves, thinking about expansion and growth, repping the 
east side where we eat tacos del sol these suckers deaf, they gon' need more than some hearing aids Ain't no stopping me, you better off finding the cure for AIDS Nothing but dope when you listening to Kane's verse Don't ask me how I do this shit, it's all in a day's work Once again, huge shout out to everybody that participated in the Cyphers this year Can't wait to hear feedback from those joints Thank you and salute for supporting the Corner Podcast and for supporting real hip-hop. Let's get back to the awards. The next award we have is for Five Star of the Year, a.k.a. the best wrestling match. It was hard to narrow this down to just four matches, but we did our best, and these are the four nominees for Five Star of the Year. Number one, John Cena versus Cesaro 2 on Raw. It was the U.S. Open Challenge. These two went at it. It really catapulted Cesaro into the range of the mid-carters, top mid-carters. He got out of that tag team mess he was in with Tyson Kidd after Kidd was injured, and people clamored for Cesaro to get a push. Right now, he's out with injury, but when he comes back, he's going to be one of the hottest superstars in the WWE, and you can lend that to his feud with John Cena. Number two, we have Sasha Banks versus Bayley. One. At NXT Brooklyn, these two put on the best women's match of all time. It ended with the four horsewomen in the ring, in tears, celebrating as three of their members were moving up to the main roster for the Divas Revolution, and Bayley was staying down as NXT Women's Champion. Number three, we have John Cena versus Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins at last year's Royal Rumble. This is the kickoff to 2015, and we saw Lesnar looking like the beast that he is, Cena being Super Cena and kicking out of a ton of finishers, and we saw Rollins take off from the turnbuckle and put an elbow through Brock Lesnar on the Spanish announce table. Moment of silence for the Spanish announce table. Now we come back with wrestling match number four of the year, Okada versus Nakamura. A lot of people haven't seen this match. It was the semifinal at New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax Tournament. These two are two of the best in the business. Nakamura, even though he's 36, can still sign with the WWE or NXT within the next year and could make this list as a WWE superstar in 2016. Okada was victorious, and it led him into this great feud he's about to have in a few weeks at Wrestle Kingdom, but it's still still showcased both men in a great light and showed the type of wrestling that's available in the indies. The winner of the five-star match of the year award is... You want to do big things, you better take big You got to be kidding me. Nah, hell no, do it. Championship is at stake. The Royal Rumble triple threat match between Cena, Lesnar, and Rollins wins the award. It barely edged out Sasha Banks versus Bayley at NXT Brooklyn. Those women fought their hearts out, but it was too much to overcome because Rollins going through that table is a moment that really defined Rollins' career and put him above the rest and pushed him towards that huge title run in the WWE. Next award we're giving out is one close to my heart. Not just because one of the nominees is in it, but it is Lady of the Year. 
Women took a huge step forward in combat sports this year. We saw Ronda Rousey be the face of a company. We've seen the Divas Revolution, and I feel it's time to give these ladies the props that they deserve with their own Corner Podcast Award. So the nominees for Lady of the Year for 2015 are Holly Holm. She had one of the most stunning upsets in UFC history. You know what? Sports history. She beat the unbeatable Ronda Rousey, and she did it in magnificent fashion. Second nominee for this award is Ronda Rousey. Despite getting knocked out and the way that she acted afterwards, Ronda was the face of the UFC in 2015. She was the biggest draw the company had, and that's something that Dana White never foresaw for the UFC. Third nominee on this list is is Bailey, NXT champion, came out of nowhere. She is the female John Cena. The I'm a hugger t-shirts, the kids love her, and she's a great face for the brand of NXT. The final nominee in this category is an ex-NXT champion, Sasha Banks, aka My Bay. She is the number one female wrestler in the world. She is a top five overall wrestler in the world, and she showcased that she is the best heel in the WWE right now. The 2015 winner of the Lady of the Year Award is... For the good reasons and for the bad reasons, Ronda Rousey is our lady of 2015. Anything that she did was headline news. Whether it was her getting her face kicked off, whether she was defeating women in less than 15 seconds, whether she was saying do not be a do nothing bitch, or she was claiming that Floyd Mayweather needed his ass whooped. Whatever came out of her mouth was captivating, and she has a lot more potential for 2016 she may win this award again with a comeback victory you never know but for 2015 ronda rousey is the lady of the year moving on we got to get to an award that is not so complimentary it's the too much hype award there's a few things in 2015 that were built up bigger than they were some things that never came to fruition and some things we are quite honestly happy we didn't see happen these four Things and or people are nominated for the Too Much Hype Award of 2015. First, we have Chris Cyborg. Cyborg was supposed to be the one to dethrone Ronda Rousey. She was supposed to cut down to 135 and take the UFC belt. She hasn't fought more than once in 2015, and she shows no signs of cutting the weight. Now that Ronda has been taken out by Holly Holm, Cyborg has lost her luster and really... Her shining star may stay in 2015. Second nominee, we have Future and Drake. Separately, great albums released in 2015. Way overhyped dual album slash mixtape that they released. There was probably one good song on it. It was the last track, and it was the one with only Drake on it. These two really didn't live up to expectations with their dual album. Third nominee is Mayweather versus Pacquiao, The Fight Specifically. Once again, the hype was great around it. ESPN flew out. Stephen A. Smith, him and Mayweather had sit-downs. Pacquiao bought the entire Filipino nation out with him. It was a great hype. Everything was a circus, and the fight was a dud. We really could have not seen that and been perfectly fine. 
It should have happened when the two fighters were in their prime, but instead we settled for a fight just to say that it happened. And last but not least, in the category of too much hype, we have Roman Reigns' title push going into WrestleMania. Last year, Roman Reigns was force-fed down the throats of WWE fans, winning the Royal Rumble, beating Daniel Bryan to secure a spot in WrestleMania, and then taking a beating from Brock Lesnar and looking like he was going to win until finally they came to their senses and put the belt on Seth Rollins. Now Roman Reigns is getting a second title push, and at least he seems more prepared for that and for the spotlight. Last year, it was force-fed to the public, and really, it was way too much hype. But there can only be one winner. Ladies and gentlemen, after 12 rounds of boxing here at the MGM Grand, we go to the scorecards. Dave Moretti scores about 118 to 110. Judges Bert Clements and Glenn Feldman both scored about the same, 116 to 112. All three in favor of the winner by unanimous decision. He is now the unified WCWA and WO Winterweight Champion of the World. And still undefeated. On that night, Floyd Mayweather got the victory, remained undefeated, but the fight never lived up to standards, and it can easily win our award for too much hype. It, would, it really couldn't live up to the standards. It was unfair. It was destined for this award, but a knockout by either man would have helped it. Instead, we saw the classic Floyd domination, and the judges really kept the score closer than it was when we were scoring at ringside. Next up, though, we have to get back to our fights of the year, and this time it is the Octagon Brawl of the Year. Best MMA fight of 2015. We have four great fights to choose from, but there can only be one winner. So the first nominee is Gaethje versus Palomino 2. Just like the first one, this one was a brawl with Gaethje coming out on top. Palomino fought his heart out, but he just couldn't do enough to win it. Gaethje dominated once again, and this is a fight that I could watch eight times. The hell with the trilogy, keep them coming. The second nominee is Lawler versus McDonald, the best welterweight title fight in the history of the UFC. These two brawled it out. Robbie Lawler was actually down on the cards, three to one, needed the knockout, and took Rory McDonald's nose off, literally. The third fight is Orlovsky versus Brown. We thought these two friends would take it easy on each other. We didn't expect the fireworks to go. At one point, Orlovsky looked to have Brown down and out. Brown responded by almost KOing Orlovsky, who some people would say has a glass jaw. And then Orlovsky centers back up and knocks Brown out, getting the stoppage by TKO. One hell of a round, probably the best round in MMA of the year. And rounding out the list of nominees is Weidman versus Rockhold. Rydman vs. Rockhold is still fresh on our minds, but Weidman had beat the best of the best in the middleweight division, and we saw Luke Rockhold come in and outclass the champion. All four rounds that it lasted, Rockhold had the upper hand, and it ended with him pounding on Chris Weidman until he got a stoppage. Definitely one of the fights of the year. 
and the Octagon Brawl of the Year award goes to. How could this not be fight of the year? Robbie Lawler fought for his belt and at that point was fighting for his life in the fifth round. And Roy McDonald being the challenger, being up in the cards, didn't quit, didn't get stopped by the referee. He literally had to get his nose shattered to get taken out of that fight. And Robbie Lawler did it. The best fight of 2015 and the best fight in welterweight history. That is why it gets our Octagon Brawl of the Year award. Next up, we have our Worst Booked award. Usually, Worst Booked is again thought of as just a wrestling term. But here in the corner, we think of everything as far as being booked. Whether it's UFC, the WWE, or even hip-hop. Just the bookings and pairings of people is something we constantly debate here on the show. So it's natural that we give out the Worst Booked Person of 2015. The first nominee, Frankie Edgar. Edgar should have gotten the title shot against Conor McGregor at UFC 189. And since then, he's been fighting and winning against some of the best athletes and still hasn't received his title shot. It looks as though in 2016, he's going to have his chance. That is, unless Conor McGregor moves up to lightweight. That is why Frankie Edgar is one of the worst booked fighters in the UFC. He deserves his just due. Second on this list is Seth Rollins. You're saying, well, he was champion. Yes, but he was the weakest champion. Possibly the weakest ever. It was cool when they did it with Shawn Michaels and he needed Diesel to protect him and countless other managers and DX. But Seth Rollins took it to a new level. He was protected by weak people and he couldn't even beat other weak superstars on his own. WWE, you failed with booking Seth Rollins as a dominant champion. Third is another WWE failure, and that's Neville. Neville was one of the best athletes at NXT, and he gets to the main roster, and he is fighting the likes of Stardust and R-Truth. Neville's booking has been horribly handled by the main roster, and he's an athlete that will either move back down to NXT or not recover and just be a mainstay in ladder matches every WrestleMania. Finally, rounding out the group of nominees, is three quarters of the horse women from NXT. They moved up to the WWE roster, and we saw already that the Divas Revolution won a Corner Podcast Award tonight, and this is a pairing that deserves a nomination for Worst Booked in 2015. The Corner Podcast Worst Booked Award for 2015 goes to Neville. Wait, hold on, hold on. No, actually, Neville was first runner-up. I read the card wrong. The actual worst booked award goes to Seth Rollins, former WWE champion. He is the best wrestler on the roster right now, and they booked him as the ultimate wussy heel. When he comes back and he's a babyface, hopefully they let him showcase his entire moveset and win matches cleanly against athletes like Kane, Cough Cough, like Big Show, 
that he should be dominating, but instead needed J&J security to help him out with in 2015. And sadly, it's time to move on and recognize the last category in the 2015 Corner Podcast Awards. It is for our Boxing Brawl of the Year. This award is for the best boxing match of 2015. It was stiff competition and a lot of matches people probably missed because they were on undercards. But here in the corner, we recognize those matches for being as great as they were. So first up, we have the nominee of Provodnikov versus Matisse. It was a great back-and-forth match, Provodnikov being the slugger that he always is. Matisse coming through in the end, but once again, these two men left it all in the ring, and it's a fight we should see again in 2016. The second nominee, Francisco Vargas versus Takeshi Mayura. It was on an undercard. It was an amazing fight back and forth once again. And we saw knockouts and knockdowns galore in that matchup. Third nominee, we have Roman Martinez versus Orlando Salido. A back and forth match. Both men knocked down. And it came down to literally the last blows of the fight to decide who won that. And finally, the last one, we have David Lemieux versus Hassan Njam. And that was a match where we expected Lemieux to run over Njam. And it turned out to be one of the best fights of the year. And we were all glad to see it because it was much needed during that time of boxing. And the winner for Boxing Brawl of the Year is... Oh, what a great backhand that was from Iora, the southpaw left hand just comes. Crunching right hand from Vargas to start the round, and then goes to the body, and that's another great right hand, and Iora is down. What a shot! From Vargas and Mayori, but each that was from Vargas, who came out at the start of the round after experiencing a torrid end to the round himself. He's obviously recovered in that minute and came out throwing. The Mayora maybe has just managed to get his way through it, but he's eating plenty of punches here. One more solid shot, and he may go again. He was caught by the left hand, and the referee has jumped in here. Tony with that gutsy performance, Vargas won the Super Middleweight Championship and set himself up for a possible rematch with Mayora in the future that'll surely end up just as exciting as this fight was. So with that, we have reached the end of the Corner Podcast Awards. We'd like to thank everyone out there for listening and supporting the show. We have to thank everyone that was with us in 2015 for this journey. Shout out to Insert Coins Downtown, to the Dope House what up, Shake and Two Dope Boys? And once again, to our new home for the Corner Podcast, Las Vegas Fight Shop in the Planet Hollywood Hotel and Casino. Thank you, everyone. Thank you to the fans that listen on a weekly basis and give us your feedback. This is the show for you guys. We get to write every day, and we're just happy that you guys tune in and listen to our opinions and my goddammit hell moments and all of the stuff we want to talk about. I know it's four different avenues, a lot of worlds that usually don't blend, but we're trying to make them come together on one show. So thank you to everyone. Hope you enjoyed these awards. I hope you enjoyed the ciphers as well. 
Can't wait to see all of you guys in 2016 and bring you more great episodes of the Corner Podcast. Until then, from me and Andreas Hale, we're out. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.